podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's June 30, 2021, and you're watching me, Nikki, you also known as Face Trader. This is the Awesome Tennis Global Market Update. All right, so for news, I'd like to share about SRNG. That would be Ginkgo Bioworks. So it's an organism company. Ginkgo Bioworks is a SPAC, a special purpose acquisition company that will change its name uh, within this month. So uh, let me see whether it's going to happen next week. I'll, I'll just check. Um, S-R-N-G. When is the exact date that it will actually change name? Um, it is, yeah, high volume, agree. Live Q&A, we're going to go there too. I, I've been listening on it. Um, June 24 was their investor day. So just recently, they, uh, they've been sharing what they were doing. So more people actually are get uh, are noticing uh, what they're doing and are are clearly gonna invest in srng aka ginkgo bioworks so i'm gonna read to you what this company is taking dna to the street okay um yeah i want us to discuss this company so this is a company in my view that will be in the category of synthetic biology also in plant-based biotech food security genetic modified organisms so Soaring Eagle acquisition, actually the warrants have grown from about $1.80 here to as high as three sixteen. So you're seeing actually a lot of movement on the upside as it approaches the change name. And um, even the units are also going higher since March, April, May. You're already seeing that the market is already buying up SRNG. So um, this is actually a very good um, podcast with Clubhouse. Uh, you can actually... Here, uh, Mr. Jason Kelly, the CEO, Ginko, uh, the CEO of Ginkgo Bioworks, talk about what they do. Um, yeah, you can watch that for, for yourselves. But um, yeah, I won't, I won't play that. A few things about Ginkgo Bioworks. Um, they are actually genetically... Uh, what, what I've learned when I was listening is that apparently we can actually genetically modify organisms... So that we can uh, we can modify a banana, we can modify um, we can modify a lot of organisms like a yeast to actually produce that red blood, um, that feel, that texture when you're actually eating your Beyond Meat or your Impossible Foods burger. That's actually one of their clientele, Ginkgo Bioworks. Gene editing could save it, and so um, apparently these days we are we are actually in a time where, um, if you've ever heard about genetic engineering. I've discussed um, partially before about Origin Agritech, which is actually modifying a lot of corn seeds to produce better yields. That was uh, already proven in China, and it was actually proven safe to eat. Same thing happened with genetic modified salmon, wherein um, they shared to people what, it was, what they were doing. And with enough advancements, uh, these organisms are actually safer to eat. And um, for the genetic modified salmon for, from Aqua Bounty, it was actually it was actually 18 months for them to produce the same size so versus 36 months 
So that's actually a lot of uh, solutions for our food security problem in the next 20, 30 years. Another news that I think affected everyone was the Kathy Wood Bitcoin ETF, the 21 shares. The tinker symbol would be ARKB. And um, in fairness, I was listening to um, to um, to Paul Barron, uh, Paul Barron Network. Actually, they had a very good uh, deep dive on the Kathy Wood Bitcoin ETF. Let's, um, I'm going to just uh, show to you a few highlights on these names. So um, this uh, Kathy Wood ETF is actually going to be uh, using Solana's transaction, which is wrapping an asset within an ETP. So uh, when you are able to deliver new, uh, more ETPs, it's actually going to be a safe way for, uh, for companies to actually list inside the market without having cryptocurrencies in the market. So the arrival of example uh, Solana is going to be the following the world's first launches from 21 shares. This is going to be the 21 shares Cardano ADA ETP, AADA, and the 21 shares Stellar XLM, AXLM in late April. This crypto ETP issuer has made this foray in the U.S. by applying to launch a Bitcoin ETF with ARK Invest. So um, you have heard that uh, there was actually difficulty to get the SEC to pass those uh, ETF funds, those Bitcoin ETF funds. And uh, with these developments, perhaps the ARK shares, uh, 21 shares Bitcoin ETF, is going to track the S&P Bitcoin index, offering investors a direct exposure without owning the, the digital asset themselves. So it's an ETP, which is definitely going to own the, the asset, but it's not going to, you're not going to have problems with your private wallet or, or anything of that sort. So it's like a derivative of the asset itself. Okay, so um, a tale of regulation, European crypto issuer and Kathy Wood. I'm saying that Kathy Wood is able to um, make a ramp like uh, this is a, a fast way to actually get more institution and more retail to actually own uh, cryptocurrencies if they wanted to, especially after that 50% drop from its current current highs. So um, this move is seen as a natural natural step said by uh, ARK CEO and uh, CIO and founder Kathy Wood, who has personally invested in 21 shares and have joined the board of the parent company AMUN at an extraordinary general meeting in May. So um, this is a company, if you know, Arc Genomics, uh, Arc Fund, uh, Next Generation ETF, already owns the Grayscale Bitcoin tr Trust, which is sitting in their top 10 holdings with a 4% weight on the GBTC. Arc B is now going to be the 12th Bitcoin ETF filing with the SEC, which is still yet to make a decision on whether to approve the structure. But people are actually uh, thinking that this is going to be approved and uh, the ETPs are going to pave the way. So um, this will mean that... Um, um, that there will be a lot of buying in cryptocurrency miners and cryptocurrency exchanges. Take note that the flagship ARK Innovation Fund already owns $820 million worth of shares in Coinbase, making it the largest, 10th uh, largest holding of the fund uh, of ARK Innovation. Um, since then, Coinbase has actually fallen 35%. And actually, we've been doing last night, um, we've been buying up some Coinbase and some Bitcoin miners. Let's, let me take a look. Uh, let me share to you what's happening in the entire space. So um, if you've been following my Twitter, uh, please do follow me. My Twitter channel, my profile is at FaceusTrader. Um, I shared here uh, some topics that might be interesting for you. A few things. Uh, if you're aware of Brave Browser, they are also um, the, the makers of BAT, BAT token. So uh, it's basic attention token. So about 30 million people are now using Brave's ad blocking browser each month. And when you're uh, using Brave Search, you do get um, to earn uh, that bat token as a reward. So uh, let's take a look at these names: uh, Bat, 
So, um, indeed, the market is more appreciative of the implications of so many um, DeFi, decentralized finance or blockchain, not necessarily just cryptocurrency BTC. So, you're seeing more people appreciate the, the, the different uh, companies within the space. So, okay. Uh, let's see how the prices have moved. Your BAT token has dropped about uh, 70% down from about 1 peso, oh, sorry, $1.72 all the way to 40 cents. And um, that 40 cents is actually near the highs of last uh, last five years. So you can see that the BAT token actually went from 18 cents to 40 cents, um, 100% move in 2018 to 2020. And in the recent run-up, we actually got uh, an exact reset here at 40 cents, which means that those who like a uh, BAT token actually could have bought at 40 cents, although it's 57 cents right now, 40% up. If you're bullish in the long-term gener uh, uh, generative potential of uh, people wanting to actually uh, have a browser without a lot of ad tokens or getting paid uh, if they're if they allow the ads to be given uh, to be advertised to them then perhaps brave browser has that um, has that um, a po can post as a competition for Google Chrome uh, in the future so I'm gonna read it for you Google is getting a new rival as the brave search is opening to the public about 32 million people now prefer the braves ad blocking browser each month so um, Brave is the maker of a popular ad-blocking browser open in Tuesday, a public beta for their privacy-focused search engine. This is the first step in creating a product that could compete with Google. Um, Brave Search is going to be the default search engine in the Brave browser later this year. Unlike other search engines, which generally just repackage from Google and Microsoft Bing, Brave is building an independent index of the web. Brave Search will rely on Bing in some areas like images, where the results are not yet good enough, and Brave can blend in Google results for people who enable the feature when prompted. Initially, Brave Search will not show ads. This is the chief way that Google monetizes their search results. Later on, they will offer free ad-supported search and paid options with no ads. Taking on Google is an enormous undertaking. More than 92% of all searches is now going through Google, according to analytics firm StatCounter. Bing is a distant second with just 3%, less than 3%. But this opportunity may open up as Google comes under intensifying pressure to protect consumer privacy. Governments around the world are wrapping up an antitrust scrutiny. Getting lots of people to use Brave Search is crucial to our success, said Brandon Ike, who also led Mozilla and Firefox before co-founding Brave. Users are vital to improving our search with their collective actions anonymously steering Brave servers towards the high-quality websites Brave Search. They should be scanning and including in the results. Brave isn't the only company aiming at Google's core business. DuckDuckGo, offering a privacy-focused search engine and mobile browser, said that this month their annual revenues have surpassed $100 million. DuckDuckGo, as well as Yahoo, Ecosia, Startpage, Quant, is other, and another small research engine, just um, repackage a lot of search results from Microsoft, Bing, and Google through partnerships with the big search companies. Google didn't comment for this story, but it has described their efforts to provide accurate search results to cut down on misinformation, particularly for COVID-19. Brave is building their search engine out of Tailcat. Um, they, they launched their uh, first browser available on Windows, Mac OS, Android, iOS, and Linux. So um, they expect to hit 50 million, uh, 50 million users by the end of the year. Not so bad. Okay. Um, Now, users who opt to actually um, get paid via the ads can actually get um, the basic attention token. That's a cryptocurrency that uh, Brave is paying all the users 
to uh, to get a portion of the revenues to them. So those who publish websites, YouTube, or Twitch videos can also receive payments from the brave users. Okay, so um, that's uh, that's uh, fostering a uh, creator economy. Brave is going to strip out all the ads on the web, block website code, track your behavior on the internet. I think it's a, it's a good future, privacy-focused search engines. So um, for those who believe in that and those who believe there's value for your BAT tokens, then your BAT is going to go from about $0.40 cents as much as, uh, I don't know, $4 in the future and so forth. So uh, with 50 million users, can we get about 200 million users, 500 million users over time? So that's where the upside of BAT token comes from. Now, um, in terms of uh, the Cathy Wood effect, last night we already saw Coinbase go pump up. Uh, actually, when the news was released, uh, I woke up actually um, the other day, so I saw the news in the ARK shares. Last night, I still uh, went in at $250 and $247, still bought there. So um, in the short term, I do think that the market will pay up for Coinbase because there will be front-running involved for everyone who's buying the ARK B ETF. So I'm not sure when the ARK B ETF is going to list, but definitely I have uh, an assumption, like a, a highly educated 99% probability assumption that this ARK B ETF, aka ARK 21 shares, is going to have Coinbase inside. So um, the market is also doing the same guesswork. That's why uh, from about 230, it's now 260. And I wouldn't be surprised it goes 280 to 300 dollars in the short term. There might be some pressure at 300 dollars, particularly on the valuation standpoint. Uh, if you can recall, uh, Coinbase IPO was I think 300. Let me take a look again. IPO price of Coinbase. Uh huh. So um. The valuation was 86 billion. The stock had a two okay, 250 per share reference price. Sorry. So um their IPO was $250. So similar almost to current price of about $254. So it's back to their IPO. So initially it was down below the IPO price, but uh, you're seeing that the market is definitely um happy to buy uh this Coinbase uh cryptocurrency uh exchange. Now, of course, this is not the only cryptocurrency exchange we're seeing that. Cash App, aka Square, is a potential um, beneficiary of this 21 shares beat, uh, Bitcoin ETF. As Mr. Jack Dorsey has already said that they are fully in support of, uh, of cryptocurrencies and they've been offering uh, cryptocurrency uh, holdings in their Cash App wallets. So a lot of the Square Cash App earnings can actually be, um, I think that if you recall, it's about $3 billion in revenues. Let me, let me just be, be, be sure. Let's go again to facts. Square Cash App. Earnings 2021, their most recent. So um, Square's cash app generated $3.5 billion of Bitcoin revenue in the first quarter of 2021. Um, Square Bitcoin revenue has grown 11x year over year, said by Coindesk. So let's read that. Um, cash app profit is now $495 million, up 171% year over year. Square's peer-to-peer -peer competitor, which is PayPal Venmo, also began offering cryptocurrency. So that's also a, a sure, well, not even sure, but I'll say 99% again. 99.99% that this ARK shares 21 bit 21 shares ETF will have Coinbase, Square, PayPal. That's like um that's a highly educated guess. But I think it's very possible. Square gets a Bitcoin boost with revenues up 266%. Square reported a profit of 41 cents per share versus 60 cents per share expected in a la 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 analyst. They brought in $5 billion of revenue. Now, $3.5 billion of that is Bitcoin revenues. So, um, gross profit grew 
to $964 million. Cash App profit came in at uh, $495 million, up 171%. Square reported $3.5 billion in Bitcoin revenue, up 11x year over year. Jack Dorsey said Square sees Bitcoin as the internet's potential to have a native currency. The company wants to further offer more than we can. So our focus first and foremost is on enabling Bitcoin to be the native currency. It removes a bunch of friction of our business. I believe that fully will create more opportunities for economic empowerment around the world. Beyond just offering users the ability to buy and sell Bitcoin in the Cash App, the also company launched a cryptocurrency open patent alliance or COPPA. It's an open source foundation for crypto patents to protect the community. Square is offering uh, $50 million worth of Bitcoin in October. They also bought uh, Bitcoin, an additional $170 million worth of Bitcoin in February. Companies said that as of March 31, they, all, uh, they lost $20 million on their Bitcoin investment. So, of course, it moves up and down. Although the fair value of their investment is now $470 million based on the observable market price. So, you're seeing that Tesla, MicroStrategy, Square, uh, they're just a bunch of uh, publicly listed companies that have... Uh, a percentage of their company cash in actually cryptocurrency, i.e. Bitcoin. So with respect to guidance, the company expects gross profit to grow more than 135% year-over-year for their seller ecosystem, approximately 130% year-over-year for the cash app in April. CFO Amrita Ahuja said the company expected year-over-year gross profit growth rate to moderate from April to the remainder of the second quarter as growth companies' comparisons get tougher in May and June. We believe our customers have greater spending power and we're seeing normalization. Square actually is rising, la la la. Okay, so let's take a look at the Square share price and their uh, market caps. All right, so a company that is in the growth space and the number one uh, holding of uh, uh, of uh, Arc, Arc Fintech is actually uh, a monster. Yes, it is a monster. So um, Square, we like the company. And uh, for now, from about $50, already gone 5x or about $250. Nonetheless, I don't think it's easy to get squared about $200 uh, with such a growth uh, movement that is very much um, deserving. I'm not, um, not going to see this company go down very, very deep. I'd say that um, with a $100 billion market cap, some people are investing in Square because Square will be the cryptocurrency app as big as what Coinbase is. Not just that, um, I want to share that Square actually had a very good um, uh, investing for Hatties commercial last, just released last night. Let me share to you that one. Um, investing for Hotties, as you know, um, there's one thing that I can uh, like about Square, Mr. Jack Dorsey. They're really encouraging and educating a lot of Americans uh, to actually invest in their futures. Let me watch, uh, let me show you this two minute video play. From Cash App and the CEO of Hot Girl Enterprise, Megan The Stallion. Yeah, 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 real hot girl shit. Hi, I'm Megan The Stallion. You may recognize me from my short top of hits. Savage. Why? You should really recognize me. Me and my thriving empire hot girl enterprises have teamed up with cash App to teach you everything i learned on the way up about money and how you can build your own empire today i want to talk to you about stocks buying stocks isn't only for the big players anyone can start with as little as one dollar putting in a little money and seeing how it moves is a great way to learn about the stock market and start building up a portfolio with cash app you can buy and sell small pieces of stock called fractional shares and ease your way in nice and slow you know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, that's okay too. Buying stocks a little at a time on a regular schedule can help grow your investments while limiting how much risk you're exposed to. 
It's called dollar cost averaging. So you buy the dips and ride the waves without even having to think about it. I want to talk to you about one of my keys to success. Making my money work for me. Here's some wisdom for you. It can be a good idea to spread your investments across different companies, industries, asset types, and markets. That's called diversification, and it's a great way to help manage risk. Investing a little here and a little there, a little at a time, means that when the market waters get choppy, you might be able to take a hit without your whole ship sinking. If you want to try it, Cash Up lets you schedule regular buys of stocks you like, starting with as low as $1 worth. Buying stocks seems complicated, but really, it's a pretty simple process. The more you educate yourself, the better equipped you'll be to navigate investing. That's all for now. But with my knowledge and your hustle, you'll have your own empire in no time. I'll see you at the top. Okay, so see you at the top, says her. And I agree. So um, just regular, um, anyone can just invest uh, with just a dollar. So really almost negligible commissions. You can just buy $100 and you can even schedule it in Cash App. So what you're seeing in the U.S. is that Cash App is becoming uh, as huge, not just a digital wall for millennials and Gen Zs, but um, it's really uh, the Robin Hood of um, a little like a Robin Hood for a lot of millennials and Gen Zs. So um, Cash App knows their market and definitely knows how to tackle what the market loves. Um, diversification is necessary and therefore they've been sharing stocks and also how to invest in cryptocurrencies. You can even see that um, her earrings actually resembled Ethereum if you were watching the Easter eggs in, those, um, in, the, in that two-minute video. So um, all right, let's go in and let's understand more ideas in the cryptocurrency space. Let's take a look at the charts here. So, um, okay, so Square is not necessarily going to fall. It's very much in the uptrend. I'd say that any dips of Square is now going to uh, be 220. How could you handle this at 248? You could actually sell a put on Square at about $220 or a sell put at $200. That means that you want to buy at 220 and $200 and actually get paid the premium uh, in case. All right, so I'll, I'll advise a sell put on Square, $220 uh, strike. Um, or lower, Shumper, the better, uh, the lower, the better, right? Um, and then the sell puts, the higher the limits, the better. So if you can get like a, at least $11 or $10 premium in your sell puts, that's a great uh, way to actually accumulate some square and uh, get paid in return uh, with the, with the, with the, with the, with the limits. Uh, so for those who don't understand what sell puts work, I'm talking about cash secured puts. So when you're selling a put, you're, uh, you're telling somebody that, um, they can sell Square shares to you. Let's say the strike is $220. They can sell the shares $220 for you and, and you will buy it. So one contract is 100 shares. So that's one thing that you can think of. Um, all right. So that's, that's something that you do when you want to own the share. Of course, they won't, uh, they won't exercise that Square 220 strike if the company doesn't fall. So it's a win-win. If it doesn't fall, you just collect the premium and that's your profit. If it does fall, you, you get to really buy Square at 220 minus the, the premium that you got. Let's say you got a premium of 10. The actual cost that you got was actually 220 minus 10, which is $210, something near the supports anyway. So that's something that is beneficial for you if and only if you're bullish on Square long-term, which we are. So, okay, so um, there was that temporary selling, but I'd say that these pressures are going to be uh, alleviated 
over time, that growth stock can actually just consolidate in the next six months. And then the next earnings front, which is scheduled here in August, 20, uh, August 3, 2021, I expect another all-time high somewhere there, another move, and then we're going to go $300 to $400. For those who want to enter some squares, I think $250 below is okay, but better, better to actually enter $220 if you can. So let's see whether there's volatility to get a better deal on your square shares. Now, um, another potential competition, of course, is PayPal. PayPal, aka Venmo, is actually not the leader in this uh, space. Uh, PayPal is just, uh, yes, Venmo is there, but Square is doing better than Venmo. Nonetheless, the market appreciates that it's actually going in the right direction and following the lead of Square. And that's the reason why people are also paying up PayPal for their efforts in Venmo. So when you take a look at the earnings for the PayPal, not so bad as well. PayPal, Bitcoin uh, revenues. So you can see that... Um, um, the transaction revenues of PayPal is also getting better. I'm going to read this, uh, the results for you. This payment giant raised their yearly forecast for the new accounts, the total payment volume, revenue, and earnings. As you know, fintech is wonderful. They earn a lot of money. So their transaction revenue rose 30, uh, 33% to $5 billion from just $4 billion year over year. The payments giant had a quarterly revenue fall slightly to $5.68 billion, reporting in the holiday spending due to the Q4 um, spike in sales. Now, PayPal's uh, transaction revenue from their crypto buy, sell, and hold product has now generated 14 million new active accounts, um, and they're also excluding crypto payments from their total payment volume. Overall, the payments giant beat their expectations with earnings now $1.22. Overall revenue rose about $6 billion. Q1 2021 is the second quarter of PayPal reporting earnings, including results from their crypto buying and selling product. PayPal CEO Dan Shulman said that PayPal has had several positive conversations about cryptocurrencies and central bank digital currencies with central banks, regulators, government officials around the world. This whole idea around establishing a digital currency and blockchain business unit inside PayPal, let's think about what the financial system is going to start to move towards and how we can be a shaper of that, a leader within that, and not just a reactor to how what is happening. In April, cryptocurrency exchange Coinbase announced that their users can now buy cryptocurrency using their PayPal accounts. Although the fees on a PayPal feature in Coinbase are still significantly higher than the other ways of purchasing crypto from the exchange, in April, PayPal expanded crypto trading in its Venmo payments app. So, um, of course, this is also my guess. I think that IBKR is also be a potential inclusion in the ARK shares, uh, 21 shares ETF because interactive brokers said that they are going to issue um, cryptocurrencies available to a lot of their uh, clientele. So, of course, I'm an interactive broker's client. So, um, it would be a good thing um, that there will be a cryptocurrency inside IBKR. So far, they've already introduced cryptocurrency Bitcoin futures inside IBKR. And um, you're seeing the strong demand uh, from the retail and even institutional demand. So you're seeing that IBKR in the future is growing, is going to grow um, in this um, cryptocurrency space. So you've got the movement 4566. If you're long term, I'd say that uh, one way to capture upside is you could buy like a six month or a, or a 12 month leap, like a long term call option and IBKR out of the money. Let's say it's $90 like a, or even $80, like a 30% pop in the next six months, uh, let's not go 2023, like let's say 2022, I'd say that in the next three to six months, uh, 12 or 12 months, I'd say that uh, an $80 IBKR is not within the, the, the realm of impossibility. So um, uh, an IBKR out of the money call option would make sense if the price is something less than about 
I'd say less than four dollars. The the cheaper the better, of course. If you can buy a call option um, that's cheap, I, I I'd be very happy for that. So um, when you're selling calls, of course you want it to be very expensive, like very high because you're collecting the premium. But when you're buying a call option, you want it very cheap. So it's the inverse. Okay, so um, what more am I planning? Okay, let's take a look, of course, at the BTC. You do know that because of Kathy Wood, Mama Kathy made the Bitcoin ETF uh, escape the crypto winter. And we're seeing that Mama Kathy Wood might actually be seeing uh, a consolidation here. We're seeing a potential consolidation here in Bitcoin dollar. The support is now at about $30,000. While there were dips here about $31,000. There might be some selling pressure here at $36,000. But I'm seeing that this could potentially be a sideways movement here. And then eventually, after all of these earnings uh, come out, well, in terms of Bitcoin, of course, they're never going to report earnings results. But um, in terms of the earnings results of, um, of Square, of PayPal, and Coinbase, the more adoption, that means that the more adoptions means that those people are cost averaging their BTCs, whether they're buying it $100 a month or $1,000 a month and so forth. So you're seeing that there's cryptocurrency accumulation here, even at $30,000, $40,000. And any dip can also be potentially bought here at about $25,000 below. I mean, the lower it goes, the better for those accumulating as they're actually accumulating perhaps for the next three to five years. So not like the next three months, but actually for a longer term play. Now, um, in terms of uh, cryptocurrencies, we're also seeing that they will be interested in altcoins. So let's take a look at some seller lumens. So XLM USD has already fallen from about 80 cents to as low as 25 cents. So um, it's down 75%. And of course, this is a magnanimous move for the last three to five years. So you're seeing that XLM actually is still significantly above their current lows so from March of about 2 cents to 25 cents. The real low for this year was 20 cents or still at 10x or um, yeah, if you got the lows. So about 2 cents to 20 cents. We're still seeing a lot of buyers here. So 20 cents to 25 cents. I'm seeing accumulation in these levels. Uh, there will be some sellers, of course, for those who got hit here. Um, I'd say that 40 cents is still a resistance for XLM. Nonetheless, um, so here you've got the resistance there and here you've got the resistance again. So those resistances are still there. But um, give it another one to two years or maybe three years, I'd say that it's mature enough to actually go back to another high. So there's actually a lot of accumulation from about 20 cents below or even 30 cents below. So uh, this could be actually being accumulated so far, whether 75% down or 80% down. So XLM, uh, Seller Lumens, you can of course buy it in Binance, Coinbase. Um, and so far, um, I think you can now buy it, of course, for the Chinese people, they buy it to, through Huobi. Huapi 1611 is also listed in the market, Huapi. So Huapi is right now actually down from $30 to $14. So you, you could see a lot of ideas uh, that are popping out that I think is a high... Uh, well, I actually don't know if ARK Invest will ever invest in Chinese, so perhaps not. Either way, um, yeah, I don't think they will. I think the highest conviction I have is that they'll buy Coinbase and Square. That's an almost assured 99.99% uh, .99 true. Um, nonetheless, um, yeah, for Chinese names, perhaps not. But actually, um, it, it, uh, it will also benefit. Uh, yeah, so I think that you are seeing a lot of people that would see a benefit on that. Um, another potential, Kathy would uh, Bitcoin ETF uh, potential stock that they would buy if you're going to front run them uh, is, uh, in my view, of course, Mara, Riot, MSTR, and Bitfarms. So you're seeing Marathon Digital, who is who are they? They are a crypto miner. There's one thing that you know, you can get BTCs and all these cryptocurrencies by mining them. So Marathon Digital is one that's listed in a market. 
Um, you've got BitFarms is also listed. Right now, also listed in NASDAQ. So I'd argue that here at $4, this could be an opportunity as um, you might not be able to get it below $0.50. Cents. So it went from about $0.50 cents all the way to $4. The reason why it continues to sustain those, those gains for the year, those six months gains for the year of about 6x is because BitFarms contains at least, if my, if my, if my memory is correct, I think, I think they own about 3,000 Bitcoins. So um, BitFarms is a, a huge Bitcoin holder. And of course, also with a Hot 8. Hot 8. Uh, hot Mining is, um, is listed in Toronto. Uh, hot HUT. So you, you're seeing actually, uh, HUT is it listed in Toronto or in the US? Either way, uh, ticker symbol is Hot. Um, you can buy this. You're seeing that um, from ninety cents, it rallied to thirteen dollars. Well run and very using renewable energy for their uh, for their mining mining operation. So I'd say that these are of course already buying opportunities. So from four dollars can go six seven dollars. That's one 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 thing. So people are asking me, Nikki, how about Humble, aka um, the Brian Foot Company? And I'd say that actually these are already buy buy the dip areas. After a drop from Humble Pay of eight dollars to as low as eighty cents or a ninety percent drop, we argued buying at eighty cents and a dollar, and even here the dollar twenty, I'd argue that the path is on the uptrend. Um, although this might not be Kathy Wood's picks, I'd argue that Awesome Ten X believes in them. So um, at one dollar twenty to about two dollars to two forty, although there might be a lot of resistance here at two dollar forty, understand that a lot of cryptocurrencies will fall volatile when people are overly excited about the implication of blockchain. In Humble, um, it's about the fintech wallets and, uh, and, and the payments and the stores. Actually, Humble is trying to achieve so many things that um, it's sometimes a little bit too much. So um, with Square and uh, with Cash App, it's very simple what they want to achieve, what Jack Dorsey is trying to do with the Lightning Network as well for Bitcoin, and what BitFarms and uh, a lot of Hot8 Mining or these Mario Riot, it's quite clear. Now, if you're also thinking about um, buying your own mining rigs, instead of buying your mining rigs, you can just invest in Canaan. So Canaan and NVIDIA, of course, are companies that are able to sell uh, cryptocurrency mining rigs, ASIC hardware, and so forth. So Canaan actually got a, a, a lot of um, a selling pressure when cryptocurrency fell from about $38 all the way to $8. However, in my view, Canaan is going to go higher already from about $7 to $8 to as much as at least $12 in the short term. And then if you're bullish really in the long term with mining rigs, uh, at some point in time, people will buy the pick and shovels because they want to actually own some cryptocurrencies. And I think the return on investment with miners is about 100%. So the miners uh, such as Riot, Mara, Hot, Bitfarms are all buying these um, these mining rigs, ASIC hardware from Canaan, so from China. So um, this one is, in my view, going to go higher. And uh, definitely, this these gains from about $3 to $8, in my view, is sustainable. So the answer for me is yes, it's a buy the, buy the dip or even just buy tonight at $8.15. Okay, um, another news for you. Okay, so MSTR, of course, who doesn't know who MSTR is? MicroStrategy, Michael Saylor, the most eminent bull, is actually uh, proven right, given, given by the fact that Miss Kathy Wood uh, is opening her fund. The crypto winter has finally ended, perhaps, or not, not necessarily ended, but you've got more bulls willing to fight uh, the, the, the drop. And so uh, it's possible that uh, this is not going to fall $270 and the drop was just 70%. So um, you're seeing already bullish take move movements uh, ever since cryptocurrency uh, 21 shares 
went up. So from 583, broke, broke out. I'd say that while there might be some selling pressure at 720, it looks like this is going to be a pullback that, uh, that people will buy the dips from. So this is going to be a reversal on the uptrend if, uh, well, probably not $1,000 yet because um, Bitcoin is not expected to go 60000 in like a month or so. Um, so let's assume that Bitcoin will stay steady from 30000 to 40000 a trading range. You might see these companies like Mara and Riot and all of them, MSTR, to trade in a range. So this could be a 100% trading range for MSTR with drops at 400 a support. Uh, and then some buyers here at 580 with a selling pressure here about 720. So not really a, this is not an uptrend. I'd, I'd argue that this is more of a, um, it's more of a trading range. With uh, with ranges, uh, a peak of about 860, perhaps not going to move yet. Uh, yeah, so it's it's in the accumulation zone as well. So yeah, I think that's how it is. Now for Cardano, let's take a look at that. Um, there's plans that uh, this 21 shares ETF is going to have a lot of, um, a lot of altcoins so that means uh cardano will get some buyers okay so cardano aka ada usd uh you could see that uh in binance let's take a look at the trading view some people are actually willing to buy this already after a drop from 280 all the way to a dollar so you're seeing that um the drop is uh, actually very shallow very shallow here still just here during the areas of support you can see that there was a strong accumulation zone here from about a dollar to a dollar thirty and you're still in that accumulation zone. This is at all-time highs, still at all-time highs versus, of course, the last few years. And um, it's, a, it's a huge nod for Mr. Charles Hoskinson, the founder of Cardano. So you're seeing that the market is definitely decoupling sometimes from BTC because they can see that ADA by itself, in itself, is going to grow over time. So um, it's already uh, gone from about $0.10 cents all the way to $1.30 or more than 10x is 13x. Nonetheless, when a company is able to sustain that 10x move, I'd say that it's a winner. Any drops will be bought for Cardano. Um, how about for your Vitalik Buterin, aka Ethereum dollar? So although there was a blow-off top here at about $2,600 to about $4,000, this is what you call a blow-off top. The drop is actually now uh, being bought here at about $1,800 after a 60% decline. I'd say that Kathy Wood and the NFT craze is uh, going to be sustained uh, for the next couple, couple of years. And uh, although there's still regulation that's needed, uh, you're seeing that there is a, l a lot of demand, um, institution and retail for the for digital art. Not necessarily a $69 million um, Weeble, we Weebly Parker painting. We Weeble painting. What's, the, what's his name? Mr. Wee Weeble, right? Well, yeah, forgot the name. Yeah, but the $69 million painting. Um yeah, so I'd say that um, digital art, there's a, a market for that because crypto, there are millennials, the creator economy, who loves to get paid with Ethereum dollar. And so it's, uh, and they, they will be there to support Ethereum. So um, with so much projects actually relying on an ecosystem in Ethereum, it tells you that um, this potential run up from $300, $400, about $1618 is actually going to go um is gonna go higher. Um, nonetheless, even if may, even if it may go higher, oops, oops, oops. There's still a lot of selling at two six. So I think like the 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 short term, you still have a lot of range resistances here two six. So um the 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 per, perhaps the 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 thing that you could the, that you should note is that I think it's gonna be in a range. So um because that was oversold, so that's a that's a mean reversion play, but it's gonna be in a range in my view. Okay. Um. There's more. Um. But um, 
Yeah, so fa- fast fast things first. Oh, okay, I can't uh, go for the bio. Okay, I'll just go to the investors day. I'll, I'll read, uh, watch the webcast later on. But uh, let's understand um, this company uh, as PAC. Okay, taking, taking DNA to the street. As Ginkgo Bioworks is preparing to their $15 billion valuation, let's understand their website. So this is an organism company, Biology by Design. Biology is the most advanced manufacturing technology on the planet. So they see themselves as a manufacturer of your DNA. So your DNA is a bunch of GATCs, and they can program those cells to make everything from food to materials, even to therapeutics. So they are in an industry leader for so many industries. All right, scaling COVID-19 testing for communities with concentric by Jinko. That's biosecurity. Biosecurity. For the vaccines, they optimize processes for vaccines with Moderna. They protected the world's most valuable technology with IARPA. They're discovering and testing antibodies with Berkeley Light. So these are their companies and these are the people that they work with. Let's each learn one by one how, how they're addressing a lot of solutions. And then they're also working with food. They work, they work with bio. Um, they work with uh, big companies like plant-based meat, uh, Beyond Meat, and Impossible Foods for those bleedy meat, uh, for, for the bleed that you're looking for, for your burgers and for the textures. They're working with waste remediation, enabling bioremediation solutions with Alonia. For agriculture, they design probiotic, probiotics for plants with Join Bio. So they engineer living medicines with Synlogic. They unlock new potential in cannabinoids with Kronos Group. So um, yes, Kronos is doing a lot of therapeutic and uh, it's THCs and CNB, uh, C, uh, and CBDs. They also help discover natural products in soil with Roche. So um, it's an amazing bunch of companies that they are working with. So um, I think like if you want to partner technology with bio, bio, biology, aka life, um, they are the, the company for that. So making biology easier to engineer. Um, when I was looking at this, I was like amazed, uh, to be honest, um, how we are in the cusp of actually like with how 3D printing is now doing bioprinting for, for kidneys and hearts for AHAC, aka Humocyte. How we are actually bioprinting tissues for breast tissues for the people who have breast cancer with 3D systems. Another great wow. And then biology, why, what we're doing with nature to design and um, edit a lot of, a lot of uh, organisms. So keep biology weird, join our team of scientists, biologists, engineers, coders, designers, and more. Redesign the banana, read more and grow. Amazing work. Uh, so let's, let's read further. Some, just, uh, just a few articles, all right? So Jinko Bioworks teamed up to make better antibody therapeutics for COVID-19 in response to COVID-19 pandemic. They actually were able to help a lot of groups that were seeking plasma dona- donations to make effective antibody treatments that are on a much larger scale. So um, these are gonna be related to even to be effective even against SARS and um, and vaccines against COVID nineteen. So um, it's a promising rapid development for useful treatments as well. They're also developing assays using the Berkeley Lights Beacon platform, scaling up studies needed to advance new therapeutic antibodies against COVID nineteen. Jinko is using their automated high throughput tools to reduce the preclinical development time for novel antibodies through synthesis of large numbers of antibody genes, blah, blah, blah. Okay, um, let's go further. So um, they're working on biosecurity. For, for biology, they're also doing a lot of manufacturing for agriculture, medicine, manufacturing cell therapies on your cancer cells. So basically, they might target your cancer cells. That's, that's what's happening right now with immunotherapy, T-cells, pure T-cells. 
Um, they reduce the need for nitrogen fertilizer so that you can sustainably grow materials. And then um, they're synthesizing right now some ability to, um, to infect, uh, to potentially um, synthesize a virus that, uh, example, a poliovirus, uh, they might be able to find um, a way to, to, to engineer your body to eliminate those pathogens and parasites that will infect us. So they're at the helm of the technology when it comes to um, the IARPA, this Intelligence Advanced Research Projects Activity. This is called the FUN-GCAT program, GATC, so your chromosomes, G the FUN-GCAT program. We're developing software so that we can monitor the DNA synthesis. It's needed to ensure that nobody orders DNA sequences that could have a pathogenic function. Think of this like a malware detector in computer programming. Programs being written in synthetic DNA will go through the detector hardware, software. So amazing. Um, this is just going to be going up because of all the, the, the genetic editing that's happening in the world. So um, like last night, uh, Graph Bio, uh, Graphite Bio rose $27. Uh, I've got in in the morning $23. Um, and then uh, I was surprised it went $27.60. Amazing. Um, but I think that the reason why it went up that fast uh, was because it was 50% cheaper than your CRISPR and your Editas. Of course, CRISPR and Editas had a lot uh, more. Um, this is more in the early stage. And then uh, CRISPR and Editas and Envite are more, or Intelia are more in the advanced stages. So you're seeing that the market loves uh, CRISPR-related companies and stocks, gene editing stocks. So um, that's the reason why they're running up very ferociously these, uh, these times. Okay, so I, I talked a lot again, 45 minutes, I'm sorry. Um, hi, Nikki, are there upcoming IPOs for a swing trade? Um, I think that this one, this pack, uh, aka what I just said, Jinko Bioworks, is an amazing move. Um, you might want to actually put it in your watch list. Uh, as for uh, Alpha Technova, I didn't study yet, but I think it's going up. It's up like 50% already. I got in on Graph Bio last night. Um, I'm not aware too much on biotech, but I, I am. Uh, I'm very honest. I'll take a look on some uh, biotech if I if I if I take a look. Uh, I, I'll say a word in your in, in these uh, updates. Um, what are your thoughts on Amberella? Are you still in that or CBAT? Actually, I don't have AMBL or CBAT. I don't have any of them. Um, what's Ambol Amberella? Oh, wait, is it a different company? Because I was thinking AMBL. Oh, so you mean American Battery Metals. Um, are you talking about ABML, not AMBL, right? If you're talking about American Battery Metals, battery recycling, yes, we're in it. Um, I do believe in it. ABML, aka Dog Call, at $2. It's still a buy. Uh, I'd say that it's a wait and see. Um, CBAT, CBAT, I didn't study though. So if this is the technology arm for, uh, for batteries, no, I haven't. Actually, in terms of batteries, um, tomorrow, I think, this July, we're going to get Alice to change name to Freyer. So take a look on that as well. We're seeing actually the market love uh, companies that are changing names. And because we love uh, Freyer, uh, we're already trying to be bullish already through the warrants. So um, the warrants are always moving higher than the stock itself. So we're going through SPAC warrants. So for Soaring, uh, Soaring Eagle, uh, we're going through, for Jinko Buyers, we're going through the Soaring Eagle warrants. And then for Freyer, we're going through the Alusa warrants. It's now uptrend as well from 150 to 228. I'm not gonna be surprised it goes three dollar thirty. Actually, we're very happy that we're also up in our so uh, in our Holy City warrants and our SRAC warrants. Today, there's news that SRAC dropped their their valuation from about a billion dollars to five hundred million dollars. So if you have uh, 
So you got it 50% cheaper. They allowed it um, because they're delaying next six months. Like uh, for Ezra, aka Momentos. So I think um, you're getting a better deal. That's why after hours, uh, Ezra just went like another higher. I think like my S I have Ezra at $2.50 warrants. 2.5 to 2.75, 2.8. Uh, I think right now it's 3.6. I wouldn't be surprised if it goes $5. Um, are you speaking about Hive or Sundial? Uh, any upside on these? Uh, for cannabis, I think they're sleeping, but I'm bullish on I'm bullish on cannabis in general, like the entire sector, whether it be Kronos, Afria, uh, Afria and Tilray, which, which merged, um, Sundial, CGC, Hexo. Uh, I'm waiting, out, waiting on them. How about Nokia? I didn't study Hive, sorry. Um, how about Nokia? Nokia is a 5G play. We like it since $4. Now trading at $5.50. Um, it's actually just steady, right? So some people took some profits already at $5.30, $5.50. But uh, yeah, I think that you have some resistances at 6 and 9 or 8. So it's just uh, in an uptrend naman. So it's okay. Um, not a high conviction, but it is the only 5G play other than Nokia and Ericsson and Huawei in terms of the vendors. Okay, that's it. Thank you very much. It's been a long journey and uh, see you again tomorrow. Bye-bye.